Welcome everyone to another, um, we'll call it shorthanded, but you know, we still got the stuff edition of weekly games chat. Uh, if you're new to the show, if you found us this week, um, first of all, thank you. Thank you for your time. If you're a loyal listener to of the show and we have some of those, of course, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, I am Sean. Uh, for about four months, I wasn't here, but every other time I've been here. And uh, speaking of being here, I got my boy Chris. Hey, Chris, I was, hey, what's I, up? I, I was gone for like three months, and then it's, it's I was crazy, coming back yeah. for a little bit, and then I was like back. <laughs> I, I will tell you this: if you uh, if you were one of the, I guess loyal listeners of the show, you knew that. Uh, normally I'd go to what I deemed as the better half or some sort of fraction of goodness for the show. And his name was John. John's still not with us. I promise you we have not stand, you know, if you know Eminem, you know that reference. We have not stand John. He is not in a trunk and we have not gone off a cliff with him. Uh, he Look, hopefully will be back. I just week. remember said he was going all in on something called game stonks. And then, he and then all, all of a sudden, sudden gotta... <laughs> then I heard he he left our company, and I haven't heard from him. I don't even think his wife, his wife, has heard from his him. wife. Uh, apparently, he is just he cashed in and he is out. No, but he did. Uh, I talked to him right before the show. Uh, he says he's he's feeling the shame of the fact that even though he platinum syndicate uh, Assassin's Creed. All he keeps doing is playing more Assassin's Creed, and he's and afraid. He's John. yeah, he's afraid to face everyone. But seriously, he does send us love, uh, and he is hopeful to be back soon. Uh, he's just got stuff going on that he's got to take care of and things like that. And he loves you all, and he'll be here when he can. And we will be glad to have him back, right, buddy? I mean, you speak for your. Oh yeah, oh, uh, no. of course, I am the bare yeah. half now. So, <laughs> as far as I'm yeah, concerned, I mean, if you think about it, like you know, when we become you know rich podcast millionaires like Joe Rogan, we can just split it in twos. We don't have to go that little third route anymore. If John is out, fifty you know? million is a lot better than like what thirty four point five million or whatever. Yeah, be. something crazy like that. So think about that, buddy. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, uh, it could be it could be great. But yeah, uh, so. This is the part of the show where we kind of talk about news. We we kind of keep you up to date on the haps, at least that we've done, or maybe something's going on in the world. And and it turns out this past Sunday, uh, a pretty big event happened, Chris. It's called the Super Bowl. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called, see, John, the Super Bowl is. <laughs> yeah, I think people in middle America are trying to block that day out now. <laughs> well, I, 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 I sent an email to my department at work and... Uh, on this past Monday, I sent the email and I said, you know, I, I'm putting in the petition for the Monday after the Super Bowl to be uh, a national holiday. Like we it, shouldn't have it to come should to work. be like I have yeah. to I was watching Colin Coward this week uh, and he's taken off the first two days of this week. Like he's had Nick Wright in there for him, which has been hilarious because Nick Wright, if anyone knows in sports talk is like the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan. So that's been just wonderful to watch him have to bow down to the greatness of uh, Tom Brady here. <laughs> and, this is true. This yeah. is true. Uh, but speaking of that greatness, the seven rings, and I saw a uh, a tweet, Chris, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's Nick Saban seven rings, Tom Brady seven rings. So the question is, who's going to get the eighth first? You know, the fun fact: Bill Belichick actually has more than both of them, because Bill uh, Belichick won one as the defensive coordinator for Bill Parcells in '86. So he technically has a, an eighth ring. Yeah, he has eight <laughs> rings, and he shows. They say he shows them all off. You know, he's that he's is very a proud of fun him. fact. If I ever heard one in my entire life. Uh, another fun fact about the Super Bowl, it apparently came out that the dude who was known as the streaker <laughs> beforehand was at a bar and bet some kind of way was able to bet that there would be a streaker at the game. Turns out he knew that he was going to do it. I think I read the story that yeah, way. Yeah, he had like some sort of advertisement on yeah. his, uh, his so he had, I think there. he paid like $1,000 to get out of jail because he got put in jail. Mm-hmm. So he walked away with a, a big chunk of change. That's crazy. Do you feel like uh, the bookies find out about that now? That I did think that, yeah. Like, like is that gonna, you know, I would imagine they're gonna come after him. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, like if you, if you had that that book from Back to the Future and you knew the who was gonna win everything, and they found out about the book. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like Biff cool. would have to take you out, and you know, he said it. Like you know, some old man or some kid comes asking about this. You you, know, you gotta take him out, right? He, you got it. He warned you. You got to take him out. Um, what have you seen? Uh, I know you were pretty pleased with the halftime show, which is always, you know, yeah. part of that spectacular. I've saw mixed reviews on, uh, yeah, you know, the the performance by the weekend. I thought it was great because it was just him singing. It was a good show. There wasn't any flying in or crazy spectaculars. There was no guests. Yeah, I but mean, I enjoyed it. What'd you think? Yeah, that was the sad part. Was obviously because of COVID they had to scale back but i mean i wasn't surprised that it worked because he had done a mtv video music awards thing for that song right and you know again there was no crowd right like they just put him on top of like a hotel in vegas yeah and had crazy stuff going on like he's he's one of those guys that he loves to make a video and make it you know an an art project right so um but like yeah i've never I feel like every single year, no matter who it is, right? Like I could put Red Hot Chili Peppers or I could put uh, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, or then like something completely on the flip end like Bruce Springsteen a couple of years before. And no matter what, you're not going to have everyone love it because one, not everyone has the same taste in music and two, we're all different ages, right? So I would imagine, you know, if you're a younger kid and you're a huge weekend fan, I don't know what would have, uh, you know, dude, he even sang an old weekend song that yes. you and I knew, but like that really was one, two way back. You know what I'm saying? When he did. Yeah. When I was like, cause I was talking with our friend Mikey before, um, before, you know, he performed and everything. And I was like, man, I don't know what he's going to perform because his stuff is just so, r-rated is yeah, the best way it's to say about it. going to pound town or it's about being scarface yeah it's, pretty much that's that's a good one. that's the best way you could say it on this family it's one of those show. two that i mean it, it just is what it is like to actually see something from that early era before he really became mainstream when he was just like this young kid that was on a couple of uh drake songs um yeah like that was huge and like the sample that is used for that song it's like a goth band sample that he uses uh so like you know <laughs> everyone who's even a fan of those bands is like well that's the only time 
that band will ever have the sound from them heard in you know the Super Bowl with a hundred million people watching. But yeah, it was. I thought like for what it was, a uh, friend of the show, Jeff. He's a huge weekend fan. He loved it. Is he really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's major. I did not know these th- these th- these things. Uh. <laughs> it's a good deal. Uh, uh, it's. It's it's natural to once the Super Bowl's over to think about what's next. Uh mm-hmm. for a lot of people in the States, I mean in, in other parts of the world too. Uh baseball, spring training starts coming on your mind. And the news broke that uh if you watched ESPN at any point, you know the name Pedro Gomez, and it broke that he had suddenly passed away. Yeah, so of course you saw that too, and he he died at such a a a lot, you know. I just he's synonymous to me with ESPN and their sports, and they say he died suddenly. So I definitely I I want to send you know thoughts and prayers and hope that Pedro rests in peace. And and I know the ESPN family, which yeah. I've watched, dude. Out of all the channels, that's my channel. Mm-hmm. When I when I was growing up, you know, you're a dude and you played sports, you watched ESPN, and that was me. I guess if you're a girl and you played sports, you watch ESPN too. So, um, it is what it is, and 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 it all it just it's crazy how short life can be sometimes when you think of he was only 58 it yeah. kind of sucks yeah you know people are but, redeeming uh, things and this is not the time that you should be redeeming those things i'm just going to say that um yeah we'll just say redemption is 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 not a now thing it's not a now thing we'll speak in code forever cuz that's what we do that's what chris we do. it also it also came out uh, i'm going to pull this up real quick uh that the the deets on what happened on Kobe Bryant's crash came out. Oh no. And it looked like was the, uh, the pilot at fault. Uh, yeah, they're basically saying, um, that there was some disorientation that happened in the clouds mm-hmm. and the pilot should not have, let me read it here from seeing probably shouldn't have flown to begin with. Right. Yeah. They're saying that, uh, he basically, Good pilots can end up in bad situations. They're not saying he was a bad pilot, but he he may have made some bad decisions. Yeah, kind of went a little fast when the cloud hit. He shouldn't have gone as fast, maybe. But it's crazy to think that over a year ago that was a pretty big story, and it's crazy. He was such a big star. That was one we lost, and it's yeah. Like I think there was yeah, so much good he was still gonna do. You know, it's I, crazy. I actually think it's like today is like the twentieth or twenty fifth anniversary of Dale Earnhardt passing too so oh yeah because he passed at the daytona yeah and they, I've, I've heard stuff on the uh on sirius xm about how the daytona 500 is is like it's a thing yeah it's a thing yeah so. that's for sure um yeah switching from sports uh wandavision update i feel like I, oh, this this we, has to be yeah this is our weekly wandavision update brought to you by chris and yeah, his this friend f- who doesn't come on the show anymore josh <laughs> Uh, it's funny because I can't, I can't talk about it. Right. No, you can't. I don't you want can't. to spoil it, but man, did they come with the hammer this week? Like if you're thinking of just like classic sitcom twists and things like that, right. Right. They, they threw a, a curveball that you're just like, okay, what does this mean? Is, is what everyone I think right afterwards is thinking. And it's just, uh, it's, <laughs> it's interesting to see where they're going to go with it here. Like I can't, I am literally every Friday I talk to John. John isn't like 
loving, loving it, but I don't think he's been thinking of some things that me and Josh have been thinking about. Who's John? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where I, I just, I don't know what's going to happen this Friday. I, I cannot wait because I think this is the one this Friday, uh, if anyone's watched the trailers, they've kind of like hinted towards a Halloween type episode and it looks like Wanda. But it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know, right? And like Wanda, like Vision is wearing a classic X-Men like 1970s Vision outfit and uh, Wanda's got the actual Scarlet Witch outfit on, you know, things like that. So Yeah, and without spoilers, this is just a guy who has questions. Sure. First, first, you've you've been great at not spoiling it. We hang out, you know, almost every day in our personal uh, like our Discord, my Discord channel. We make Discord you. We make you leave your Discord channel. Yeah, so I get booted out, so you guys don't spoil it. I have no, I have no qualms with that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, but you have let me know that it's it was a slow burn at first. Yes. Uh, it was almost like a an, an a nod to a certain type of TV show from the from years past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's kind of it's kind of turning up the heat a little bit. It's getting it's getting good. You know. Yeah. Get so. Good. <laughs> Uh, I, that makes me kind of excited to maybe get a few under my belt, let them kind of stack up, and then watch them. The thing I don't want to happen though is that old feeling like when I caught up and I had, I had to catch up for like Lost. You catch up, and then all of a sudden you have to wait for the live show, and it's like I could play just whenever I wanted to. I, and I, I, I gotta, gotta say, wait. I got that with uh, that was one of the wonderful things I had with Mandalorian, right? Like where yeah, I got to go and just watch that first season because I waited on it and then pretty much went right into the second season. And then I had to go week to week, which wasn't bad, but now I'm to the point when Mandalorian ended this season where I'm like, I, I would like some more of that, please. That's that. Takes yeah. A you were late to the show on Mandalorian, <laughs> yeah. but you ended up liking it. Uh, and I'm going to be, watch me. I'm going to be late to the show on WandaVision. I I've got so. no excuse why I haven't watched it except for the fact that I did. Oh, and also, um, I thought the, uh, I'm just going to call it the jewel. Mm-hmm. It, it's not, it's not where it's supposed to be anymore. If I'm current in the movies. Yeah. But there's a jewel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh. <laughs> there, There is a jewel. <laughs> so I, I, um, you know, I guess we'll have to see what, what that is. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see you might you got anything watch. else man you excited about anything been watching anything um i'm trying to think yeah not i don't think i really i mean yeah i watched the super bowl and that was and, and i watched wandavision and wandavision besides that it's just been kind of whatever you know um, yeah we we like since the last recording we kind of hung out we've played some video games nightly yeah been a lot uh, of rocket league in the past week some rocket league action you know uh, I, there was someone, I do want to say this, who maybe it was acid. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But they thought about doing a, since they had seen we were all playing Rocket League, except for John, because, you know, online games and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Rocket League, like weekly games chat, you know, competition. 2v2s, however you want to do it. You get your squad. You go up against us. We get a bracket. Maybe fun. we maybe maybe we snowball it and make it like oh, a. I, I would be afraid to do that because I just feel a many from our uh, Discord. As much as he plays, um, 
in the pain that I was listening to you guys go through last night, and the pain I know I went through, because Dude, we like, got effing worked. Our, our friends, not so much like me. I, I'm definitely on the low end um, of the rankings at this point for season two, right? But like you and Josh had that period early on when season two started, where you guys got going and got up to gold pretty quick. Uh, yeah. Our buddy Kenny is probably the best of us, so he's like always in the diamond gold territory. Jeff has come <laughs> we up. We bring his dad and, so down, dude. And you, you kind of, I, I got, a, I got a, a piece of the, uh, I don't know, the hashtag jelly, mm-hmm. uh, jealousness, jelly jealousness. When you said that you had the, so the rocket pass, I think it's like level fifty three. Is the is the you score and the DJ lights and the and the smoke behind you. That's the only thing I bought the rocket pass for, and you have it and I don't. I I'm not happy. I'm You're not just happy? saying. No, people huh. sad, Joe. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I know it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but where are we looking at on this intro time? You think? We're about 18 minutes. I think 18 minutes by the time I quit running my mouth right now will be closer to 19. I think that's a fantastic intro. Okay. Do cool. you think that's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic? <laughs> I remember my first word. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you've listened so far, we, um, we're going to go into our next segment, which is traditionally the topic time. And we're going to get back on that tradition because if you listened last week, mm-hmm. we did a spoiler cast. And that is not tradition. No, no, so, we're gonna get back. That was to fun last week too. That was fun. Yeah, it was. All right, if you're ready, if you're ready for that topic, let's hit it. Okay. All right. You heard it. Here it is. This is the official topic time of this week's episode. And as he always does, Chris is going to tell you in a stoic, awesome way what the actual title of this episode is going to be. I'm kind of Chris? afraid this time for the first time to, to shoot my arm up while I do it. You, If you don't do what you normally do... <laughs> If you have, they've never right, seen right it. Now, they've never seen no it. No one's gonna see it. This is what are you talking about? One day, how one would they day, know? How would they? One know? day we'll get the show on a platform like Twitch, or you know whatever, whatever. we can put it, whatever we want to do. There'll be a test, and one day they'll see you. There'll be a time and a place for that. Today's not that day. This is what you do. All right. Yeah. Do you remember in Eight Mile? Mm-hmm. Eminem at the end, he came on stage and he rocked it, right? Don't be Eminem in the spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti. I was gonna say spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Spaghetti. Don't be Eminem in the beginning. You know, don't be mom's spaghetti. But I do got a friend Eminem named Cheddar Bob that shot. And... You got a Ch- you got a friend named Cheddar Bob? Do I? <laughs> and his name Chris. is Clarence. <laughs> and Clarence he has awesome parents. parents. Had a real good marriage, <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, okay, Hi, bro. Here it is go. topic time. The people want to know what it is. Put the effect on. Why are your lights off, by the way? I don't want to see standard white lights. This is not fun. What'd you do? I, you know, I thought maybe this is the, watch this be the reason. <laughs> oh, that'd All be right, funny. We got this. this that's just for is me. That if you for you? to the show, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, but we record via Discord. I like to see things a certain way. Plus, he looked cool. 
He's in a red background. I'm in a blue. It's almost like the light red versus blue side. freaking Halo. We're taking him back. I'm Luke Skywalker. He's Darth Vader. I mean, let's be honest. You know, <laughs> I could I could even do it too, where I just you know out of nowhere just go. Topic time. What is it? This is insane. This is insanity. <laughs> Anyways, um, there we go. The topic is that is bright. Media. Is it, is it just medium, buddy? I think it, like I've seen it both ways. I've seen it medium. I've seen it the medium. Because said. like, I th- and I think it is just medium because like that's what the character is. She's a medium, you know. Uh, I think it's the medium. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Take two. The oh. medium. That, that's the- there we go. There you go, dude. I tell you right now, if that doesn't happen weekly, I cannot move on with my life. That is, it's a necessity. You yeah. know, I got to see the little. Well, that's why the know. ones I wasn't on were the worst. Whoa, 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 whoa. What just happened? I listened to him. <laughs> it was missing. <laughs> Didn't have that pizzazz. Oh, my God. If you say pizzazz one more time. But, yeah, Chris. Michael uh, Pizzazz. <laughs> Chris, there's a harsh word he called me for not wanting to play the medium. It's a scary thriller. You know, not Michael Jackson thriller. We're talking, like, you know, Alan Wake scary vibe thriller-ish yeah. game. Uh, and I don't like those kind of games traditionally. You know, John wants me to play, continue to play Resident Evil 7 in VR because he wants me to have a heart stroke and die. <laughs> I don't want to do that yet. Uh, but yeah, Chris, he braved the world that the medium is in. He played it a lot. And this, if you're wondering if Chris spent money on it, I'm going to say he probably used Game Pass, oh, which yeah. is, he's probably going to tell you. That's these are the kind of games that are perfect for grain for grain. There's there's a good chance if we have a game that we're talking about next week, right? Because yeah. uh, the uh, the theoretical third host is also interested in one. There's another one that's out there right now that I probably would not rush out to buy, right? Like yeah. not that it's gotten bad reviews. I think it's actually been well received, and it's a developer that has made things that like. You know, previously they got a lot of play. We remember, remember that game we played one day on a TV in Best Buy together. That was eight bit or sixteen bit and featured a shovel and say a knight. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Their, their, their new game is out on Games Pass. So you know, like this is and, and yeah, I would admit like this is definitely even though I think it sells for forty dollars as a fo- as opposed to a full sixty dollar game, right? For those who mm-hmm. want to buy it, um. You know me, I'm not rushing out usually to buy many horror games unless like they're certain, very certain, or a cut from yeah. a very certain cloth. Like it has to be something like weird, like Control, Alan Wake, or, you know, like have these vibes of things I really like, like Alien, aka Dead Space, right? Um, yeah, and, and you say Control and you said Alan Wake, and when I saw a lot about this game, mm-hmm. the those games were kind of, you may be interested in if you're playing the medium, you know, Alan Wake, Control, those kind of things. Uh, so I'll lead off with that question, and then if you want to kind of roll, sure. do you think that's a fair assessment? Do you think if you liked Alan Wake or Control, 
And if you could get the medium for free on Games Pass, do you think it's up your alley, or do you think they're kind of missing the mark on that? I would say more Alan Wake here than than Control, even though they're both Remedy games, right? This is definitely um, not an action horror game, right? You're not having shootouts in this game. You're not Why am I laughing. Because when you horror. say horror, I think you say horror, and I her- laugh, and horror. it's funny to me. She was a horror. But, you know, uh, this is um, this is more of a classic survival horror, meaning that, like, for the most part, you are just walking around and exploring environments, and then when, you know, evil shows up, you are trying to get the hell away, you know, yeah. without dying. Um, yeah, and you, and you streamed... The other day, you were towards the end of the game, and, and we were hanging out on Discord, and you showed me your your stream of it. And it, it's it got that evil, it does have that vibe, and you showed me this thing that was lurking. Mm. I don't know if, the, if that, that was familiar, or that was not familiar, but that was a common theme in the entire yeah. playthrough of the game. Um, Do you remember when we played Inside? No, what was well, before Inside? Limbo. Limbo. When the spider was tracing you? Mm-hmm. That scared the crap out of me in a really quick kind of way right because you felt helpless yeah. and then in moments like in the medium do you ever feel helpless or is that oh is yes. that a disconnect you yeah it, this game is definitely designed to make you um you know again like there it's not like every five minutes there's something out there meant to kill you right this is exploring trying to figure out what's going on and then when evil rears its head it it's it's you know i think in part it's the camera right because it's it's not like a traditional just third person play from behind it's kind of an isometric type camera so sometimes sometimes it's behind you sometimes it's in front of you so you might be running away and you can see this freaking monster chasing you behind you right and you have to you don't know exactly what's coming in front of you Uh, you know they don't put like suddenly there's a wall (laughs) or something in your way, but they do put like, you know, scenarios where you're going to have to go left or right. Right. And it's, it's a little disorienting, um, trying to get there. And in few instances, you have a couple of outs to kind of figure out if you get into trouble, but for the most part, it's a get caught and you're going to have to do this again type thing. Um, but you know, that's because I think primarily this is a game that is focused first and foremost, uh, saying an atmosphere and second telling its story. That's what it wants to do here. Right? Like there will probably be certain people like I wouldn't, if John plays this, I'd be interested to hear what his thoughts are. Um, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, mainly just because I'm not sure if he's going to be someone who likes it. I, I know he loves horror, um, but he'll probably have, and this will probably be an issue, especially for people early on this game where it's going to get charged at times of being and feeling like a walking simulator. Right. Cause it, yeah, I've read that too, where you're doing a lot of walking. Yeah. You're walking, especially early on, you are walking and you're exploring your surroundings primarily for like the first hour and a half to kind of get an idea of, a was the narrative of this story. Where is it going? But two was going on in this environment that you have suddenly found yourself in. Um, but let's uh, let me give you some context here. Set this up. Context is usually good, yeah. right? 
like actually say like what the heck is this game what is it about yeah like right right, so we know you you have said that you are a medium and unless you're like seven and you listen to the show you probably know what that means like a medium or you're just like uh, you definitely know what it means if you're a fan of cbs and patricia arquette or whatever name was that that show medium the thing that's Patricia what Arquette had a show called The Medium. That's a that's a little tidbit. I don't yeah, know if it's, it's a, a fun, fun fact. fact. <laughs> Is it a fun fact? Okay, we'll put it in. Put it yeah. in. Um, you know, and if you like Blue Bloods, then you probably like Tom Selleck. Also on CBS, catch on Fridays. Um, All right, you don't like Tom Selleck. You like Tom Selleck's mustache. Let's get that straight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think he shaved that off, didn't he? Exactly, which means no one likes Tom Selleck anymore. Come back, Magnum PI, just please. There it is. Um, but as far as this. Uh, this game. So it starts with, uh, you play as a girl named Marianne. Uh, and she kind of like, she's telling this story to someone you can't tell who it's to, but she says it always starts, it starts with a dream of her on a lake and a girl dying. Right. She says this yeah, and she wakes up from this dream and you find out, Oh, she's in her apartment and basically she's getting ready for her foster father's funeral right named jack um and it's clear that jack was a undertaker himself ran a funeral parlor and all that kind of stuff so she is going down to the morgue preparing like getting this tie right getting this emotional connection thing going on but is through this that you quickly realize that when they say she's a medium we are not talking uh that terrible type of medium like John Edwards crossing over medium where they're just doing cold calls, but like legit, she is a true medium in the sense that she has the ability to exist on two planes, our plane of existence, AKA daily life. Right. And then a spiritual plane of some sort that is populated by people who have passed away and are trying to move on, you know, and that is her, that is her true gift as a medium is that she can experience both of these planes of exi- existence at the same time. And at the, and additionally, she has the ability to find these uh, lost souls, so to speak, and help them move on to whatever comes next. Right. Uh, not long after the funeral, she gets a mysterious call from a guy spoilers yeah i won't say uh (laughs) that basically says hey come to this place uh called neva campground right which is uh this takes place this is a place uh by the way a game takes place in poland and so neva campground is a place that was set up basically during the communist era of 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 uh poland occupation right Right. Um, but like he tells him, come help me and I can answer all the questions of like why you are what you are type thing. So she goes off to find out where this is, you know, who is this person and what the heck is going on? Uh, and gets there to find the place is, uh, let's just say not in great shape. (laughs) Um, and from there it, the story goes where it goes. It's a very slow building opening. <laughs> I don't want to say too much because I don't want to. Yeah, I think there's some key events. The reason you don't want to say it. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I know you've been thinking about a way. Let's say you're a person who is playing the game. Maybe even as you're listening to this show, 
and you know we won't spoil it, and you're like, I'm just not into it. Yeah, there, there is a there is a point where Chris is he. I don't know if he's thought of a way to say it. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you're like, if you got to that point, yeah. Uh, so this isn't the. I will be honest. This is not the longest game ever. So you know, if you do give it a shot, it it's not going to take you more than seven at most ten hours. I would imagine to beat this game, right? Like this is a good game, uh, for like you know, sit down on Monday night, play for two or three hours. Sit down Tuesday night, play for another two or three hours, and then Wednesday you'll probably be done. You know, um, unless you have a bowling league on Wednesday, then you can finish it Thursday. Sure. Yeah, then yeah, and if that's Rocket League <laughs> night, then well, then Friday. Um, exactly. Yeah, you know, you you do what you need to do, but uh, more so, like yeah, for me, what I would tell people is that yes, the first couple of hours they're very slow burn, very 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 like it's. It's at first, it's introducing these environments to you, setting up who the grief that maybe Marianne is going through, losing your foster father, and then how these powers have affected her, what she has to go through. And then it's also kind of teasing these ideas of, you know, because like she has these moments, right? Like where I wouldn't call it a panic attack. It's more of like the environment takes over. Mm-hmm. And like, it's not just that she is walking in one existence, right? Like she is literally, she had multiple planes. Like, yeah, at the very same time, she is seeing both reality as we know it and this spiritual world. And like, didn't the Flash do that? And, and <laughs> right, and like, <laughs> for instance, like, what's cool about it is they do play with this like concept, right? Because like, you can yeah. have. Like, say, Marianne's going through the hotel of this place, right? And maybe there's, like, a point where um, there's a gate that's shut and locked, right? Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay, apparently we're brought to you by Coke this week. Um, (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Right? Great. (laughs) Why didn't they buy a Super Bowl advertisement? Well, they bought Weekly Game Chat. (laughs) Exactly, and the boys at Weekly Game Chat sold their souls. See, told you. You're we are from Georgia, too. so you know it doesn't. It doesn't. Coke Zero's. I had to. You know, I'm drinking Coke Zero now. I yeah. stopped the sugar, the sugar and regular Coke, and um, Cherry Coke Zero is the jam. Yes. Um. But like, like, yeah. So you'll come to this point where, um, the gate is shut in the real world, right? As right. such, there is a barrier for you in the spiritual world too. Um, but then like, they'll start playing with this idea, like where you have the, uh, abilities to kind of like concentrate, hold your breath in the real world and then just right. move in spirit form. But right. you have like very limited time to do this. So you have to kind of run, figure out what you can get to help you, um, and do that. There are points like where you'll see a power source in the spirit world that you can draw upon, but it's not powered up. And there'll be something you need to find and fix to get the full context to unlock that spirit energy in the real right. world. So, like, they'll do things like this, play back and forth to to make you explore the environment and also give you more narrative threats. Um, and, and like I said, it's very slow in this part because it's teaching you all these things before, one, it starts revealing its bigger bads, and then, two where it actually starts to take all these little threads of 
Um, and this is the part that I would say is very much like control. Like you're going around, you're seeing this environment of a, a bygone era, right? Of people interacting before you were ever there uh, in your gang narrative threads, but you don't have the full picture of what's going on. All these things start to tie together. And I would tell people if you're iffy about the game and you're wondering, is this something I should play all the way to fruition? Uh, I heard this and I have to say it rings true. There is a point in this game and I think this is very much not spoilery because it doesn't actually give a, like a key. I'm not going to give you the key details of what happens, but basically there's a point where you sit in a wheelchair and once that happens and you go through that, if you're not hooked at that point, that's probably the point you should get out. Otherwise, if you're like me, you're like, okay, this is getting weird. <laughs> this is getting really, <laughs> I did not see where this was coming because it comes on strong and sudden. Uh, but it is, yeah, it, does. It, it, does. it pulls in and like the back half of this game, after teasing up all these little characters and things, and you're not sure how everything's connected or anything else like that. The back of, of this game is story after story after story, full resolutions um, for the most part. And, it's some really good, powerful storytelling. You know, um, they they kind of edit it down where everything is. It's not about making this some big gameplay experience, right? It's just yeah. about delivering a very solid narrative thread. Uh, well, we've played some games that aren't long, and they have a really strong narrative. You know, Firewatch. And mm-hmm. some say, is that a game? And I punch those people in the throat. But John still hates you. That's fine, you know, and I swear we haven't stand him. But uh, do you feel weird knowing that this game was announced way back in 2012 and had to be reannounced? Was it even on your radar back then? Do you remember? It wasn't on my radar until last year whenever Xbox did their, um, what was it, like towards the end of the summer they did like a, a live game showcase where they basically said everything we're showing you here today is coming yeah. to Games Pass. I, uh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and the big thing that was notable for Medium is it's one of the few games announced that admitted from the start, like, hey, this is not going to be available on Xbox One. It'll be on PC, and it'll be on Series X and S, but they can't do it on Xbox One because apparently uh, I think the having the dual realities up, right, it has to have an SSD speed hard drive yeah. to work. So. And that that dual reality thing, the split screen thing, I'm I'm hearing really good things about that. You know, yeah, the, yeah. the way they do it, I think is pretty good. Yeah, I, and you mentioned, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, like visually, um, with what they do, I have to say, like the character model of Marianne and um some of the other side characters that you interact with, monster looks the monsters look really cool. I will say that, uh, but. The the thing, I would say their character models are not great, but I think the reason for that is, you know, one, Bluebird, the studio that did this, they're not some major AAA studio, right? Like, these guys are passionate about horror. That's what they make. Um, I think they were all about environment. And you saw some of the parts I was going through, especially, like, the red-tinted area. Um they're just some yeah. really cool environmental visuals around you where you're like, wow, that feels next gen. Like, um, yeah, I mean, and, and even the puzzles you have to solve. Yeah. Where like one's like a, 
it'll it'll be a physical object you recognize, maybe a clock, but something else is happening in the other plane while you do things. It's yeah, I've watched. It's crazy how they are able to intertwine that in this game for real. Yeah, I think those are the best puzzles. Is like where something in one reality is affecting another reality, um, and. I wish there had been a little bit more of those. Uh, I also wish there had been a little bit more of the duality puzzles, like saying like there's two existences. Um, you know, those are kind of the points that are the most interesting. You, If there's a charge you can make against them as far as a major criticism, I think it's that as you get towards the back half of the game and, and you understand how the puzzles were presented to you in the first couple of hours, right? you get to the back half and it's more of like, okay, I know exactly what to go do here. Right. Like there's one late in the game where you have these suit, you you're in like this, um, I guess it's like a water fact, uh, water treatment plant. And it's like, just, you have to move water around to get to certain areas. And like, as soon as I looked at the construct for moving it, I had it solved because I had, done enough other things in this game that I was like, this is what they're going to do. They're going to send me here and there's going to be this here in the spirit world. And then I'm gonna come back here. And because I got that, it's going to allow me to move this. And I'm going to do that. It, like I, it, if it would have been something maybe that was just presented to me out in the blue, right? right? Like it might've taken me a little bit to get it right, but because get it, right, uh, get it tight. Yeah. Because there have been similar things in other constructs in the game, I it took me five minutes to get through that area, you know. Um, yeah. So, well, I mean, it's cool to see the game. It has gone through so much to get released. On the, I mean, the 2012 announcement delayed, delayed, delayed. They wanted it to come out in December. It was delayed again till January to when yeah. you know recent, very recent. We call that uh, the cyberpunk get, delay, <laughs> right? Uh, they had some motion capture, uh, folks. The, the game, you said is not long. Within the game, I read that maybe there's hour and a half, two hours of motion cap that you actually get to see that made the final cut. Mm-hmm. And you got to think motion capture has people, yeah. right? The, the COVID pandemic messed that up. And they had to, they were they were still doing motion capture as far as, or you know, as late as 2020. So that lets you know how hard that studio was trying to work to get everything right. And like you said, it's not a AAA studio. No. And for them to, I haven't heard anything that is, you know, glitchy or things yeah. like that. I know? think That's I good. had in my playthrough, I had maybe one crash, um, which I think might have just been because I was streaming it to you on Discord through my PC. Maybe. Dude, I play Call of Duty on my PC and it'll the game they just computer if you play it on PCs, it sometimes yeah. just happen. Like like I mean if, like there's no if there's an issue as far as game design it, it's movement but I think that's on purpose because it's a horror game, right? You right, always want right. to make someone feel like you don't, you don't want to feel like you're say Patrick Mahomes able to oh just God. like completely Too run sure. 15 yards out and make miracle throws as you're falling to the ground and wide receivers get hit in the face and still manage to drop them. I don't know how people do that, but by, you know. yeah, by the way, I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. It wasn't Mahomes' fault. That no, lost his no, it was not. His name Dude is was insane. <laughs> um, but it was insane. But like um, you know, it besides that, the game consistently I think runs like a champ. It looks great for something that is a true double A game. 
Um, it has great sound design. Like the, the monsters, some of them talk to you and man, they are creepy. Like when you're, when you're going around and the thing just talks about how it wants to wear your skin on its body, but it's like doing like, I just want to put your skin on my body. Yeah. You sit at home by yourself like a maniac and you wear headphones and play this game by yourself. I do. I'm not a baby. Uh, like things like that. There's like parts where uh, you have to open up. Um, like in spirit world, there'll be corridors you have to open with this switchblade, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the corridors you're opening are blocked by the sewn together skin uh, fragments, <laughs> and you're just you're taking this blade and you have to move your controller down. As you cut into the middle, and it probably looks great because you're on your PC. Oh, so it sounds very great. Realistic. Yeah, it, it, you're like, oh, now I know what the scalpel sounds like to the surgeon when he takes out my liver. Great. Speaking uh, of a uh, sound, you know, I always like to if a game has a solid soundtrack or if it provides a great atmosphere. Yes. To the game, do they do a good job there? Oh yes, this is. Um, I don't know if the soundtrack for this is on Spotify, but I'll tell you this: I'll put something from, uh, for the. Which Christmas spectacular? Oh yeah, they'll be they'll be so this is a solid, you know breaking news, bro. Yeah. Like there's a there's a very memorable part later in the game where you find a radio and even like the custom song that they obviously wrote for that scene, right? That's playing, I was like, that's that's pretty good. You know, I don't know. I've never heard the artist, you know, I didn't even look up to see, but like I didn't recognize the artist in any way, right? So I'm guessing it's just some indie person that they uh probably gave lyrics to and said make this a song that sounds like this and it it definitely works uh very very up. well that's what's up yeah well i mean it's good to hear that you speaking of working the game overall worked mm-hmm. uh you, you know i don't hear you saying and you'll get to this when you give you know that delicious richard in a moment mm-hmm. uh you know it's not it's not you're not gonna write home about it and it's not gonna be maybe your top three games of the year but it's also not nothing that you know is the worst game you've played in the last ten years. Correct. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, after the fact, when I went back and looked at the uh, scores for the game, right? Like what's out there? I'm kind of perplexed a little bit that they're that low, right? Like I don't oh. think this is a ten oh. out of ten, right? But I'm so, kind yeah. of like, I'm like, man, if you're talking about just some small studio. And the things they present in the game and how well, for the most part, even though maybe they could have been explored more, that's a fair criticism to to levy. I think, like, the story itself is so, so well put together and so well paced and not wearing out its welcome, despite the fact that it is a little bit of a slow start, as I said. Um, you know, I... I I give hats off to it. Like you could tell this, this studio, this was, uh, from my understanding, this is like a passion project for them. Like they've been like, as you said, they first announced this in 2012. Right. And I think it's been making other games until they could make this what they wanted it to be. I was going to say, you don't even wear hats, but you do. You got a very famous, uh, it's a fake Pabst blue ribbon hat. Um, and you have, you wear an Alabama hat from time to time. So I, I had to stop my statement. Yeah. Because uh, you are a hat guy. I'm a hat man. <laughs> I'm a hat man. I'm trying to think of like, uh, was it uh, 
I feel like there was a wrestler that came out to uh to a song, um, but it was like you know what you call a donkey. Mm-hmm. That's what he was. He was that man. <laughs> donkey lips. What? No. <laughs> Not no no. What's the other word for a donkey, Chris? A mule. Okay. You know what, dude? Is this is this what we're doing? This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is a family podcast, so I can't say the other one. I know you can't. I'm telling you what the word is, and you're saying mule. It I mean, was I with- was I technically wrong? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, oh my. God. Um, but yeah, Richard. Okay. I think. I, I mean, I unless I start show. going in spoiler mode here, and we get into the really weird stuff and where it goes, and I don't want to do that here. Um, maybe one day at the end of a podcast, I can just be like. Oh, yeah, by if the way, if like John ever plays this, maybe we can do a spoiler cast for it. That'd be fun. I don't. I think. I don't think that'd be a good idea. Why? Just saying. I don't know. You just get afraid. I. I, I don't. <laughs> Why well, don't you play be. Resident Evil Seven from VR then? <laughs> With the lights off. I mean, because I'm a baby, dude. Dub baby or little baby? Like, what'll happen is my entire family will go to sleep because I'll be in. You know all up in the world of res seven and VR and I'll take the VR headset off after that, that crazy experience. Mm-hmm. The house will be dead quiet. I'll be, a, I'll be terrified. And how am I going to go to sleep? You, you maniac, you played this game. You don't even get scared by it. Mm-hmm. And then you just go lay down and go, cheap, 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 cheap. And you just like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, I watch a lot of true crime stuff, so yeah, I do too, and and I'm terrified. Like, like, like whenever I watch, I feel like whenever I watched um, Zodiac for the first time, right? I just lied in bed for about an hour, (laughs) going like, "Yeah, what would it be like to be on a picnic and have some guy in a mask just come up and tie me up and then shoot me in the back of the head? That that would be pretty messed up, wouldn't it? (laughs) It would be, but." You know, I always get uh, the comeback in my house is, well, you wouldn't have lived to know it was messed up. And I'm but like, I, fir- I still got tied up. You know, the Night Stalker shot a dude in the head and he didn't die. He knows he got shot in the head. True. You know, what if I'm that guy? Or that you know? girl who got away from uh, Ted Bundy, right? Exactly. Yeah. How's her life going? <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Mm. I can't hardly imagine. Uh, brought to you now by... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of Richard Times, right? <laughs> you know, I'm interested. I'm, I'm thinking you're going to be, it's not going to be extravagant. It'll be like a 6.8. <laughs> right. We like to keep a trend here for horror games where we started at three and it get high about six. <laughs> so funny. Uh, it was so funny up, to see him kind of skirt around that last week. Mm-hmm. It so it's still true, but I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Um, so but no, I would, uh, I'm going to give this, I've gone back and forth. I'm going to give it a solid 8.5. Yeah, solid eight point five. I think um, that coming uh, from a story from a story perspective. I think personally, it's like a nine, but I can definitely see certain limitations. Right, like I don't know if they'll ever do a sequel for this game, uh, and I won't say if there's any setup for a sequel. Right, but I would be totally interested to see them as a studio with the foundation laid. Right in a couple more years of work 
um, and maybe yeah. thinking out certain things like maybe where they could go to. Like maybe they go off and do another type of horror game and then they take what they learned from that experience and come back to this and say, okay, well, here's the sequel to this. Uh, um, I would be so totally with, interested. With Hellblade, when you played Hellblade, mm-hmm. did you feel like that was a small game that was going to deserve a sequel? Because they're getting a sequel. Oh, as you, soon as I played that, I was like, I mean, well, one, I've always loved Ninja Theory, but two. Right. A little bigger studio, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, two, I was just like, man, they made this for this much? Like, is that game looks immaculate? And, and like, I feel like that is the one game that God of War, Corey Balrog saw because it came out like six months beforehand. It had to be like mother because, you know, they pretty much made their game just, you know, on a smaller scale and it still looks amazing and it plays very, very well. Right. It's like, to me, that's the, that's the action adventure game for the person who doesn't want to play a dark souls or a bloodborne. Right. 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 Like, but once maybe something that's a little bit more step up from the challenges of say God of war. You know, you said step up, and I can't help but think of Chang a dance Tatum. movie. You know, that's what I do. That's your wife. But uh, yeah, eight point five. That's a pretty girthy Richard. Uh, totally caught me off surprise or by surprise. I gotta say, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um. But yeah, great, great time, great topic, Chris. Um. I, I, I. You won't believe me, and I can say whatever I wanted to in the you know since it's happened. I was this close to pushing the button, getting mm-hmm. it for free playing it on my pc but i was i was a fraidy cat so thank you so much for diving into that world mm-hmm. i hope you i hope you had a good time you we talked off air and you told me you did so yeah that's what's up yeah um, so we will now you know if you're ready to we'll give the folks some news because that's what comes next let's do it all off the press and straight to your ears weekly games chat presents the news See now everyone can see why Sean peeks out. <laughs> oh my uh, I do it, I do it on purpose. I lean back yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as my bit. You do you do it like compared to John, you do it right. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I you know, I lower the, the the voice as I get closer to the mic and all that stuff. John does John has zero mic your, etiquette. Your chocolate rain when uh remember that YouTube video where he's like, I move away from the mic when I'm breathing. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 kind of terrible when he does it, but it it makes for it's at this point it's tradition, it's classic. Yeah, tis is what it is. But yeah, this is the part of the show where we bring uh, all the hot news off the press, just like the the soundbite you just heard. Uh, to lead us off this week, uh, Chris is going to give us some new- news from over the news of uh, the pond, yeah, uh, and that Gunner type area of the world. I think. Uh, was it that? Yeah, and Tarantors apparently. We have, yeah, apparently we, have, we, have, we apparently have a we have a connection, which is weird, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, fun fact alert yeah i know you can go to discord read all about it uh but anyway the uk apparently wants xbox according to game industry biz the xbox series x and s were the top two selling consoles for january in the uk beating out both the ps5 and switch nintendo though has nothing to cry about as the switch sales were up 21 percent year over year and had the top two selling games of the month animal crossing new horizon and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. In total, console sales were up 148% compared to January 2020, accounting for over 150,000 machines being moved. Additionally, game sales rose 7% to 
to 941,672. I don't know why we can get specific on games, but not total consoles, but I guess that's a different discussion. Uh, and accessories rose through 32% with, uh, this shouldn't be surprising given who won the consoles, the Xbox wireless controller being the top item of choice. Um, so yeah, good news for, I, for Xbox there. Yeah. And I think, I think the timing of their consoles being ready, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they actually had consoles. It appeared they had more consoles more recent, like in January mm-hmm. than the other, than the others, you know, maybe yeah. Listen, COVID hit everybody. I think there, I think like you said, we would still be short on consoles to a degree, but not to the degree we are now because of COVID, you know what I'm saying? Sure. It just, it just wouldn't be, but it is good news. I went by Best Buy the other day again, saw that beautiful Xbox sitting there and I went, I got to have one of these, you know, one day, one day, Um, Uh, you know, everyone also that wants a PS5, Sean, this is true. PS5 finished third in January UK console sales, but do not feel too bad for the company. That would be Sony. Despite supply constraints due to COVID, Sony managed to ship 4.5 million PS5s in 2020. Matching the PS4's launch in 2013, the company also reports it's on track to meet its goal of 7.6 million PS5 sales by the end of March. That's a lot. 2020. That's a lot of consoles. And I think uh, for context, they sold in through March 2014, they sold 6 million PS4s. So yeah. they're, even with COVID, they're projecting that they're going to sell more. <laughs> Yeah, I think unless these death strains, these like, you know, terrible strains of COVID that that are going to apparently come mess up all of our vaccinations and stuff. Yeah. uh, As long as we keep everything under control, I think both consoles are going to continue to have great success. And that being the Xbox and PS5. So, yeah, you know, basically they're both rich. Let's be honest. They're both rich. Nintendo as well. Like they're yeah. everyone is is doing well in some realm right now, right? PS five is definitely king. I don't think anyone doubts that's gonna be the outcome of this generation at this point, right? But uh everyone is doing quite well for themselves. Uh including the publisher Take Two. Uh speaking of sales the number three selling game in the UK last month was GTA five, which released in twenty thirteen. Uh, Take-Two Interactive reports the game also had a record year selling 10 million units since last May and totals the most units sold in a single year since the game's launch. Uh, Total sales for the game are now greater than 140 million. Dear Lord. Uh, GTA Online also had a great year with Take-Two reporting that the game had more players reached each month in 2020 than any other month since the game's launch as well as for the full year of 2020 and the other year since its launch. Revenue was up 28% year-over-year for the quarter. Additionally, Take-Two reported that Red Dead Redemption 2 has now sold over 36 million units and that Red Dead Online has the most users in December 2020 since its launch back in 2018. Finally, sales for NBA 2K21 and Borderlands 3 passed 8 million and 12 million units, respectively. So, uh, apparently yeah, they're doing good. Apparently they just got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Are we saying that red dead online came out in 2018? Uh, red dead online. No. Yeah. Red dead two online. What? The game released. In did, the game, did the game just come out like last year? No, it came out on PC last year. 
Oh my! This is one of those things where when you realize Red Dead Two came out in 2018, we're recording in 2021, and we go, "How does how does that happen? How has it been that long already?" Right. Oh my God! But yeah, Take Two's doing great. Yes, they are. You know, unlike some you other know? other companies with their properties, they're trying to rescue. This is true. <laughs> um, like like Anthem. That might have been the one. Pivot. Is that, is that the is that the pivot you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> Anthem's future is up in the air. Bloomberg is reporting that the future for Anthem Next, the attempt by Bioware to repair and relaunch the poorly received game that originally launched in 2019, will have its fate determined by EA executives this week. Ooh, The game has been worked on by a team of 30 developers at Bioware, BioWare and would likely require the team to expand to at least triple its current size in order to produce new content and continue the game's overhaul. Adding to EA's concerns, executive producer Christian Daly left the Anthem team last December to take over the Dragon Age team following the studio departure of Mark Dara. Yeah. I think so. Uh, uh, that's, I, uh, not, that's no bueno. I think, you know? you know, I get why they wanted to give this a shot, right? Yeah. yeah. But with all the issues going on at Bioware right now, I think the key needs to be you have two major franchises that matter a lot more and you know have huge fan bases already. It can't be taking resources away from them or saying, let's take a huge risk and hire, you know, another 120 people or whatever, if that's what they would do, um, to to make this work, right? Because uh, it, it just doesn't feel like it's really made to. It's not meant to be. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Is it time to uh, rip Anthem? I think so. I know John's probably still hopeful that the game can be re- rescued, but I just, yeah, I think with all this stuff happening, the writing is probably on the wall. Um, I will be surprised, but you never know that, you know, EA might be like, Hey, the positives, even though they might not be huge, if, if they hit, they far outweigh, you know, just huge sinking, like they've they've probably sunk more on things that haven't turned out well for them, right? So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, you know, you wonder. Speaking of huge, huge. you wonder if uh, if a movie, like say you're a video game movie, mm-hmm. and you sign a huge star, if that's going to be a good thing. We're gonna find out because Borderlands has gotten a scream queen to join the cast of its upcoming movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is officially joining the cast of the Borderlands movie. She will take on the role of Tannis, a primary staple from the game franchise who has appeared in every game in the series. Quote, working with the iconic Jamie Lee Curtis has been a lifelong dream of mine, and I'm so excited for her to bring her humor, warmth, and brilliance to the role of Tannis, director Eli Roth said. Curtis joins previously announced cast members Kevin Hart, who will be playing Roland, which is really hard to see. Uh, and Kate Blanchett, who will be playing the Siren Lilith, which I can see because, you know, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, that, it's going to be in- interessante yeah. at the very least to see how this plays out. Um, I got to be honest, though, some excitement is, you know, kind of drumming up in my, my loins to watch this movie for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I, I hope, right? I don't know if that's ever, they've always had really memorable characters and really funny banter. I don't know if like the story itself is something that is so great 
that it will draw people in. But, you know, right now it does feel more than ever in our lifetime that not only are people wanting to make or studios wanting to make video game adaptations, but actually develop those things to be in line with what the video games are. Right. As opposed to saying like the Prince of Persia one that came out where it's like, yes, we called this Prince of Persia and it features Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Chris, I heard one time that Jamie Lee Curtis mm -hmm. was possibly one of your like old school crushes from back in the day. I would, true is I would totally be Arnold in the chair of that hotel. Pound town. You'd go to pound town. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Uh, Terraria ain't a fan of stadia. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Relogic has announced that it has canceled the Google Stadia version of its hit game Terraria after a dispute between Google and the game's co-creator, Andrew Spinks. Spinks explained on his Twitter account uh, that he had lost access to all his Google accounts to include Google Play, Google Drive, YouTube, and Gmail. He spent weeks trying to recover them but has been unsuccessful, and he claims he's been given, quote, the runaround by Google. Uh, he says, I absolutely have not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I can take this no other way than you deciding to burn this bridge, Spinks adds. Consider it burned. Terraria for Google Stadia is canceled. My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward. The studio later clarified that existing versions of Terraria on Android and Google Play will not be impacted by Spinks' decision. Yeah, this is just a cluster uh, effort, right? Right. I mean, like he, he and he like laid out, he's like, I've lost thousands personally, just in like, you know, apps and movies I've purchased that I right. cannot get to because you will not resolve this stuff. Um, he had his YouTube channel taken down and all this other stuff that happened. And I don't know exactly what triggered it, you know, um, if they just, someone maybe hacked him or something and did some stuff that was suspicious or maybe he accidentally typed in the wrong password a couple of times. So they locked him out. And since then maybe he didn't have certain permissions set up, but credentials, I don't know. I mean, like I've never seen a business deal with a major corporation you would think, fall through right. simply because you can't get into, <laughs> I can't get my accounts. email, bro. We're done. You know, it's, that's usually not how that works. Like you would think the stadium folks would have been like, this needs to get resolved. You know, dude, uh, Terraria is still a pretty well-received yeah. game. People still play it. People still stream it. Big streamers still play it, you know? Um, and that has in-app purchases, doesn't it, for the game? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you think of That's just money. all those people, yeah, that would have bought stuff on Stadia that they would have probably gotten, you know, like a 20, 30% cut of that now they're going to be missing out on. Speaking of the 20, 30, isn't that <laughs> coming out soon? <laughs> That's funny. Uh <laughs> But yeah, speaking of things of investments, I guess, right? What? That's a terrible, that is the worst pivot ever. I don't, you know, I'm trying. Listen, uh, you could say we're not done with news. We're still invested. I could say Something. like, you know, even though Terraria might be far, far away, EA is right? still invested in a galaxy far, far away. Is that good? Are you happy with that? Is that better? That's itch. I mean, okay. you know, That's, I work with what I got. How about okay. that? I work okay. with what I got. Uh, despite the recent announcement of Ubisoft's Star Wars game being in development and rumors of a new Knights of the Old Republic game, EA let it be known is very much still in the Star Wars business, and boy, business is a-booming. 
during during an EA earnings call, EA CEO Andrew Wilson was asked about recent developments. He said, quote, I don't think you should imagine that the fact that some other people will build some Star Wars games is going to change our commitment to that IP or our ability to build appropriate number of games. Uh, he also pointed out that the franchise has generated $3 billion, with a B, uh, in net bookings with $1 billion, again with a B, uh, alone coming from Star Wars Galaxies uh, or Galaxy of Heroes. What is that game? That is a mobile game, which again, uh-huh. like, is a reminder to hardcore gamers, you are not the one that makes the money <laughs> on these things. Uh, you know, Pokemon Go, all those kinds of things, that that's yeah. what makes the money. If you get one of them, and, you know. I was, uh, I was actually impressed by seeing this story, by them coming out and saying this, because it does feel like in the past couple of news, at least cycles for us and in the industry. Keep going, but I just realized, skip the next story because it's from last week. I guess I didn't delete it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can definitely do that. I'll, I'll go ahead and on my end, delete it now. But I was going to say, it's crazy how we every everything we were reporting, it made you feel like, is EA still going to do a Star Wars game? And they're very much saying, yeah, we are. So mm. true. Mm. Mm, indeed. So, you know how you butted me out of my train of thought. How about you read the next story? Okay. Cause I'm a mass effect guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, mass effect has butt out, uh, because Bioware let it be known that it will be updating the upcoming mass effect legendary edition to more so fall in line with the times Project director Mac Walters told Metro that uh, character environment director Kevin Meek actually, quote, called out some of the camera cuts that were just, uh, to just say it bluntly, why was that focusing on Miranda's butt? (laughs) Um, Walters explained, uh, so in some cases, we said, okay, we can make a change there. Meek in a separate interview also alludes to uh, other camera angles where Shepard is seen with his slash her legs open in a low camera angle. Uh, Additionally, Bioware announced this week that one of the DLCs will not make the collection due to the original source code being corrupted. And I believe it's uh, it's the DLC called The Pinnacle, which is really just a bunch of little trials. It's not like story DLC. It's from the first game, so it's not. Right. I think like if you'd said like the shadow broker wasn't coming, everyone would riot because that's one of the greatest DLCs from that era. But um, yeah, I mean, I I can't say that they, I give them credit for being aware of this because yeah, it was a game that like back in the day, especially with the character of Miranda, it's like, man, look at these T's, look at these A's, you know, like that's, there's definitely a sense of that in there. So uh, credit, I guess, to Bioware for maybe being socially aware that putting out a remaster of this game in 2021 might bring some uh, unwanted heat, which if there's a studio that doesn't want negative heat on them right now, it's probably Bioware after everything they've gone through the last five, six years. Yeah, we're going to pause now mm. because the next story is uh, about someone who passed away. So that'd be a nice pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ZeniMax founder and CEO has passed. Robert Altman, the founder and CEO of ZeniMax, owner of Bethesda and id Software, passed last week. He was 73. The Bethesda Twitter account put out a statement saying, 
We are deeply saddened to tell you of the passing of Robert A. Altman, our founder and CEO. He was a true visionary friend and believer in the spirit of people and the power of what they could accomplish together. He was an extraordinary leader and even better and an even better human being. His leadership saw the company grow to include Arcane Studios, id Software, Machine Games, and Tango Game Works. Yeah. He was a true visionary. Yeah. This is for sure. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rip. Um, so now we pivot back to Blizzard, who apparently hates us. They really do. Uh, Blizzard <laughs> has announced during their earnings call that we should not expect to see Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 in 2021. To make up for it, CEO Bobby Kotick told Sean through the same earnings call that there are multiple free-to-play Warcraft mobile games in development. Uh, quote, in our Warcraft franchise, we intend to deliver more frequent premium content to sustain and expand the world of Warcraft community, Kotick said to investors. And quote, we've made multiple mobile free-to-play Warcraft experiences, and they're now in advanced development based on our franchise. Uh, franchise's beloved IP. Additionally, I believe he also said with Diablo Immortals that they're not putting it on their release, expected release, but at the same time, they think there is potential that it, if it held true to its current development, that it could be out by the end of the year. They just don't know when. They don't want to say for certain. And then finally, uh, Sean has a, additionally wants to remind you that Blizzard will stream this year's BlizzCon. Uh, it will not be an in-person event like years past. BlizzCon will take place this year earlier, I believe, than it usually does, right? It's usually in the fall, like November. Yeah. Um, but it will be February 19th and 20th. You'll be able to watch the entire show this year completely free via the BlizzCon website. Sean, I'm sure you will be glued to whenever they announce that they're killing someone off in WoW. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder, I, and I, I'm glad that I thought about this right now while i'm recording a podcast but i want to talk to a friend of the show josh um he doesn't like world of warcraft anymore so he's not going to be our resident like wow guy you know if he hears this he is going to go nuts <laughs> can we promote I kenny wanna, to the resident wow guy uh possibly but i gotta get i gotta get a lot better i gotta know more lore you know yeah I got to be good at PVP. I'm not but anyway like he won't be up to date on the new stuff josh will just be the old historian crypt like yeah you know, like he'll be old he'll guy. have the dusty he'll be book. like that guy in diablo 3 who was trying yes. to tell everybody the end of the world was coming and right? nobody listened yeah <laughs> that'll be josh i want to see his thoughts and prayers on world of warcraft being possibly moba or not moba mobile or coming to other devices you know to me free to play means you can download it for free you can play it for free but to get the best experience you got to give us money yeah um, i, I so don't know what those are going to be like if I guess it could be if it's free to play, like the idea is here is some sort of mini game that can give you some sort of resource for your main character in the game. Right. Like that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like if is Hearthstone already mobile. Yes. Yeah. So maybe and Hearthstone, I think would be a great game to play mobile. I, I, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking of playing world of Warcraft. Yeah. On my phone that, that can't happen. Um, I did try to play it on my Mac one time. That doesn't work. Maybe like a uh, a one v one PVP. One v one, bro. Right, like one v one PVP battle arena. I don't know. That could work, right? I mean, maybe. I, I mean, they have apps, of course. Your your companion apps. Uh, 
that that kind of keep up with your characters, the gear you have on them. That's a companion yeah. app. If yeah. we're talking a full out game for World of Warcraft or in that world, I got to see what it is to make full judgment. Let's just say I'm not super excited about it now. I can't wait till you find out that it's Warcraft Go and that you're like walking <laughs> around the mall and I just hear you go, I found a Lothar. <laughs> Stay away from the Murlocs. The one gets you and then like seven of them jump on you. It's crazy. Uh, Chris, we have made it to finally this week, so I will I will give you a second to get that queued up. Uh, you're probably verifying that we are at finally this week. We are. We are. So you just say it and I'll, I'll say the thing. Finally this week. <laughs> uh, speaking of streaming, E3 2021 has officially announced it could be online only this year of course the event was canceled last year amidst the covid19 pandemic uh, and per cnet the organizers of the event want to go online only but need support of the gaming publishers in order to make it official a proposal from the entertainment software association may reveal plans for a three-day live stream of e3 taking place from june 15th through june 17th according to uh, to the Video Game Chronicles on Monday. The association confirmed that it's making changes to this year's event, but uh, not whether it's going to be entirely digital. The quote is, we can confirm that we are transforming the E3 experience for 2021 and will soon share exact details on how we're bringing the global video games community together. The ESA said Monday via email, we are having great conversations with publishers developers and companies across the board. And we look forward to sharing details about their involvement soon. So they want to go online, but they got to get the people on board. Is how I read that. Chris, I think, yeah. And honestly, I think this is the way it's going to be from now on. Right. This is the way. Yeah. Like no one is going to go back <laughs> to the uh, previous like setup where it was like, Hey, come pay us tens of thousands of dollars for boost space you know you know um, just when we were getting ready to, to take the show on the road out to california and 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 do a podcast from the e3 event covid hit and now they're not going to ever be on we'll never get that thirty thousand dollars back for yeah. our booth on the does that e3. mean we got to go up to the northeast with andrew and go to that gaming event thing if it ever comes back yeah What's it i don't called? know i don't know it's going to be about a decade before i'm comfortable being in a convention <laughs> center with like ten thousand people yeah this is this is great this is great well chris are you ready to uh you know whatever you say now say it sean do you want to wrap this up i do not bear back for life bro well we better do it just to be safe electronic mail from the future all the way from the year 3000 this is the part of the show where we interact with our listeners and uh, the interaction comes usually in the form of an email our our email address is of course weeklygameschat at gmail.com uh, and we do have an email to read there chris is going to do that go ahead chris hey uh common or i i should say regular poster of the discord punkhead wrote in 
And he says, nothing to update again, maybe next time, but I want to give big ups to Acid Sugar for upgrading the server. Uh, he's talking about our Discord server. There's some emotes now in there for you and a uh, bunch of our little perks that we get because we're boosted. Uh, but he says, that's all. Be good, humans. Punkhead. P.S. Tom Lasso on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus is one of the best comedies I've seen in years. It's up there with MASH and Scrubs. I have never heard MASH and Scrubs in the same I was going to say, is, is MASH a comedy? Uh, yes, it is. Sitcom. See what I did there? Yeah, See yeah. what I did there? But, uh, but, I mean, I love... I like Scrubs. I, I never have heard it compared to MASH, but I, I have heard good things about Ted Lasso. And one day I will do a trial run of uh, Apple TV just to binge that. All right. Uh, we need uh, a sounder oh, oh, for an oh. attack alert. An attack alert. Because oh. an attack is looming. An attack is about to happen. Chris. Uh, oh, And PPS. To a many on the Discord, Attack on Titan is the most overhyped anime ever. Dang. That is pretty... Hard cutting. Ouch. Ouch. Shots fired. Uh, shots fired. And as Chris alluded, you know, we have a Discord, and uh, that's exactly where you need to be because it is the best Discord out of all the Discord communities in the world. And if, you want an in- <laughs> if you want an invite, we most likely will give you an invite to our Discord server. I think and we there's have still many, a link. We, huh? there's it's still, still a- pinned on our Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to talk about that yet. But, uh, if, if, you know, we have a section in our Discord called emails. And from time to time, you know, mostly every Tuesday when we record, I'll go in there and say, hey, if you got something to say, now's the time to get your email or Gmail like we just read or, you know, right there in Discord. Get your thoughts out to us. And it's funny, you know, because Punkhead was like, fine, you know. And then he sent an email. It was great. Um, so Buffalo 68 had a birthday this week. Uh, it's finally a super old 30 year old boomer. Right. Uh, he got Happy some birthday. Amazon money, uh, burning a hole in his pocket. And he's got any, uh, we, he said, do you have any suggestions for good gaming accessories? Accessories? Of course, ha- ha- first of all, happy birthday, Buffalo. Yes. Happy sure. birthday. Accessories, gaming. Um, I think I would need more information. Is it PC accessory? Does yeah, it console accessory? It, it depends what, what you have. If you're a Switch guy, I guess you could maybe aim to get a new case. Um, if you're Xbox guy, I definitely would say, yeah, use a $30 reduction reduction on the uh, Elite Controller too. Because um, I think I'm it's always in the market it. for good headphones. I think they are a great addition to any sure. gamer. Most of them now will connect to, you know, the computer and gaming consoles. Yeah. Know? Maybe maybe get a thirty percent or thirty dollar discount on like say a hundred dollar <clears throat> headset, right? I think that's worth the investment personally. Um Nacho Ordinary Gamer says get a thirty ninety. That's kind of <laughs> pricey. I don't know how much Amazon money you got, but that's right. probably not gonna do it if before you find tax, it. all it is is an additional one thousand three hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> If you can get it at uh, actual MSRP, which is pretty hard to do. And while you're doing that, Chris is going to see, did he get an email for 3070? Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell people that you're doing that or you want to leave that private just so they don't mess up your chance? Oh, I mean, no. I think we've posted it on the uh, oh, yeah. Discord. But yeah, Chris no, is on I, Newegg and he's trying to get into the new Newegg shuffle. He's trying to win things. And I got to tell you, I, I thought I was, I was excited. I thought I was going to be at least not immediately declined on my Xbox shuffle yesterday. And I was the first email they sent out telling me I did not get it. Um, but yeah, I'll go I, ahead and tell you I guys about our was Twitter. 
Twitter now. Uh, it, the Twitter is officially at Weekly Games Chat. Uh, we will, from time to time, post things there. Um, episode day, we sometimes post the episode link. Uh, we, you know, that's where I first posted the rip to Pedro Gomez. I saw that and immediately retweeted it. So if you want to get in touch with the show, you can obviously do that there. Send us a DM. Uh, we appreciate all the love we can get. Uh, just like today, a couple of you guys already liked the fact that uh, it was recording day, and I hint, <clears throat> excuse me, I hinted on what the po- the podcast was going to be about. <clears throat> Jeez, Lord, I'm talking on a podcast, and my voice goes out. I also put <laughs> different types of hints. <laughs> yeah, it, it bees it bees like that, and, and you know, if you send us messages or notify notifications, we'll of course read those on the air. If you happen to follow us, we will say what's up. Give you a shout out. We'll follow you back. I think we're caught up there. So I just wanted to point out again, if you're um, not a boomer and you know, not a boomer like the Buffalo 68 and you know what Twitter is, we are there as well. Lord is. <laughs> and this he's is going dying. great. Zach's uh, <laughs> uh Apparently Chris is going to, Chris and John are going to be putting in a application to get a, uh, a new host buddy <laughs> friend guy. Uh, for real life and uh, for the show, because I'm dying right now. Apparently, rip. It's fine. Thoughts and prayers. We'll miss you. Hashtag rip. Uh, Chris, this has been episode what two ninety four. It is two ninety four. Two ninety four. We've come a long way. I'll say that. Um, shout out to any, any. Um, I don't even know how to mention what I'm looking at. Any right testers. Now. Yeah, testers, testers in general are fantastic. Shout out to testers. We'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we're episode 294. If you find us on any uh, platform, you know, and you feel like it one day while you're chilling at work, not wanting to work, but listening to the show, first of all, thank you. Second of all, how about you go to that place and give us a rating? Normally fives or five stars are the best. If we suck and you don't like us, just take one away. Give us a four. That way people... Uh, you know, can find us and and get to know us just like you did. Right. Uh, and unless Chris has anything else he wants to add, uh, I think we're ready to button this thing on up. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'm you good, man. It was a good yeah. week. Short episode, uh, but you know, it's February. Was it short? Yeah, well, there we were cer- there, there are certain things that for you yeah. and me made it pretty much a regular episode. But uh, for, for testers, it it, it's kind of a shorter one compared to other ones. This is true. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, it's February. It's Oh, and it's the week before Valentine's Day. So make sure, fellas or ladies, if you got plans, get them done. Because Valentine's is on a Sunday this year. Yeah. Which, which means I got to uh, make sure I call my mom Saturday because that's her birthday. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and you don't, you, you know, I, somebody that you love. On Valentine's Day, they like getting things, even if it's a card or a phone call. Very so true. Make that, make that happen. Hey, Sean. Uh, we'll button it up there, and I will simply say I hope to have John back next week. Sean. We do miss you, buddy, if you listen. Will, will you be my Valentine this year, Sean? Of course, always and forever, bro. Hashtag. That's all I need to I hear. got you. I got you, bro. Thank you. Um, I'll say game on to you, Chris. Mm, game on, Sean. Uh, game on, John, wherever you're at. Game on, John, to wherever you're at. Game on, testers. Uh, game on to our testers. Game the F on. And, uh, you know, I'll leave it there and just say peace out, everybody. 
If John was here, he'd say Thug Life. Thug Life. <laughs>